We are the Welcome to the Black Cast. Oh my goodness, we're still talking Star Wars. Don't worry, it's not going to be the whole episode, but we had so much Star Wars talk, it didn't all fit in the last episode, so I don't know, can I call this the third Rogue One one, or do we have to come up with another name? Something that's not that. Maybe we could work Boba Cash, which was something that we came up with in the previous episode into the title, but it is I, Christian Blatt, the Blatt of the Blattcast on Twitter at ChristianDMZ, joined as I am so often by Captain EO himself, Jeff DeRay on Twitter and Instagram at Jeff DeRay. Jeff, say hello to the people. Hi, people. <laughs> hello, people. <laughs> and uh, not with us again, slacking uh, the one and only Will Sterling, but there's a chance that he might pop his head in before the end of this episode. But if we're going to talk... Big time in us again. Huh? He's always big time in us. He's hanging out with Brandy Glanville. You know, you want to talk about what? how small time we are? <laughs> yeah. So, if we're going to talk nerd stuff, though, we're going to have to bring in one of the Council of Nerd Elders here on the Blackcast. <laughs> the one and only Rafe Gutman himself, Mark Hunt. Mark, welcome back to the Blackcast. Great to be here. And I appreciate you letting me bully you into getting on Skype so that <laughs> this would uh, sound the way it does. But to be fair, you told me that you're going to need Skype for your own podcast, which I'll work in a plug. Podcast of the Apes at podcastoftheapes.com, unless I'm mistaken. Nope, that's correct. Actually, we do have Skype. We just got it, but that's at the Apes Studio, which is off location from where I'm at. Is it buried so beneath the Statue of Liberty somewhere? Spoiler alert. Well, it could be. Could, could be. be. Uh, in any case, you know what I forgot to say? I was so excited to introduce you. I forgot to tell people that you got to follow at Blackcast on Twitter. Not you can if you want to. No, you have to. It's mandated by the law. You have to follow at Blackcast on Twitter. You have to like the Blackcast on Facebook. And of course, make sure to bookmark Blackcast.com. B-L-A-D-T-C-A-S-T. So, Mark, there's a bunch of things I want to talk to you about, but I didn't want you to miss out on all the conversation that we've had about Rogue One, a Star Wars story. So mm -hmm. I'm going to sort of give you a, a wide canvas to paint upon. Tell us your thoughts about the movie, your expectations going into it, if they were met, exceeded, or if you were at all disappointed by Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Um, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I, I tried to stay spoiler free. I did pick up, there was a novel that came out right before that called Star Wars Catalyst. Oh yeah, you're always good at, of, you're always good at keeping me up to date on the tie-in novels and comics and things. So it's called Star Wars Catalyst. And how yes. does that factor in? Does that take place right before Rogue One? Or how does that book factor in? It takes place in? right before. It's basically, it starts during the Clone Wars. And it's basically the story of director Krennic, how he initially recruits Galen Erso into the Death Star project and it's the entire backstory and it goes through the Clone Wars pretty much and it ends not really a spoiler it ends where Rogue One begins it ends with Galen Erso taking his his family and going with Saw Gerrera into hiding and I mean it, the book ends right where the movie starts and it is it just gives you all the backstory behind Galen Erso and his family and their relation to Krennic and 
superb one of the best star wars novels i've read in a while did you read it before you saw rogue one or yes. did you okay and do nope. you feel right like before. that informed your viewing that maybe you would have been surprised by something or did it do a good job of keeping no, itself it didn't spoil i mean it really set it up really well it kind of connected a few threads it kind of went a little bit deeper into the kyber crystals it, it linked with clone wars really well which this whole movie actually linked well with the clone wars um, I, and speaking of which, I kind of went back and watched season five. There's a four-part episode that features Saw Gerrera. So I kind of rewatched those just to kind of refresh myself on the character. Yeah, and I think since our last episode, actually, Saw Gerrera has appeared on Star Wars Rebels, which is great to have the character around. I think a, a few people, including our own Will Sterling and Jason Blair also, weren't crazy about the character. Uh, I do prefer the sort of younger, less cracked out version of Saw Gerrera, but it, I do like, for the sake of this sort of continuity, having characters like that show up. You know, I we talked in our first episode about Rogue One, uh, the the pig face guy, and I actually had their names when we did it, <laughs> and I've already forgotten what their names were. But yeah, Dr. Wal Dr. Evison and Ponda Baba. Yeah, walrus guy and pig face dude. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's, that's what I believe they're called in the Star Wars uh, app that Jeff has. Yeah. Yeah. And you can be you you get bonus points if you kill Walrus Dude. Uh, but did you find the movie to be good from a storytelling cinematic point of view? Do you feel like it built properly and that it told the story that it set out to successfully? Yeah, I think so for the mo for the most part, I think it did. I saw Guerrera. I think I like the the contrast, especially if you watch the Clone Wars episodes. You see him as a young, handsome, idealistic rebel at the beginning and then you see him at the end and you see what a toll the rebellion has taken on him and he is i mean he's got robot feet he's <laughs> kind of crazy he can't breathe on his own i mean you kind of see what it did to him yeah you and, know what uh, it's funny so his character didn't bother me too much yeah it's one of the things that i actually haven't talked about <laughs> up until now i remember now the observation that i had i think if jeff and i had been able to re-watch the film when i wanted to it would have triggered in my mind again when I was watching Forrest Whitaker as Saw Gerrera in this movie, to me, it was basically Frank Booth from Blue Velvet, the Dennis Hopper character, yeah. <laughs> who, yep. you know, he's just, don't fucking look at me. And I was just like, all right, now we're into something. You know, this is like adding to the real darkness of this story, which is pretty impressive. Uh, there's just a scene of the Emperor stroking, like, <laughs> fucked up Vader's head. Blue Velvet. <laughs> look. These are all movies that deserve... <laughs> these are all stories that deserve to be told. And if it doesn't happen in a movie, I hope there's a novel or comic book tie-in. Uh, so, yeah, I, I definitely understand what you're saying with that. But talk about some of the new characters that we met for the first time. You know, I've been fairly critical of how uninvested I was in most of them because I still don't know their names. Jeff likes to brag about how he can name all of them, but uh, I refuse to let him. So uh, give us your thoughts about some of these new characters, Mark. I didn't... I mean, I think I didn't really need to be super... In, I mean, I think the story is what really drives the movie. Jen Erso, I mean, I, I liked her. I liked I liked the two, what they called them. They were the, the guardians of the wills. Um, yeah. Chirrut and Baze. Um, Chirrut, the blind one, was he was kind of the... He was the, still the true believer in the Force. Although he wasn't a Force user, he, you could tell he was kind of Force-sensitive. And then Baze, the kind of guy who lost his faith and kind of got it back at the end. Um, I liked both those characters. Um, Cassian Andor was kind of... He was alright. He was kind of... 
he was the rebel leader. He kind of did what what he was supposed to do. I loved seeing Jimmy Smits and Mon Mothma in it. It it was I thought they kind of brought the the kind of a little bit of the prequel in with them, so it kind of really tied in with the prequels. The only compl- I, well, and, well, as far as things I did like, uh, I I don't know if you noticed um, in as a someone who watches the uh, the show Rebels. Yeah, the oh, the yeah. ghost, their ship. You, you see that? Yeah, I actually didn't notice it, but I've read about it since then. And part of my plans for a second viewing is that I'm going to be a little bit more alert, and seeing the ghost will actually be pretty cool. What were you going to say? Doesn't that Jeff? mean the ghost? That could. Uh, what I read was that that could be the end of Rebels. Right. The ghost dying in the well, battle of. Well, actually, if you hear also. And now I forget what it is. There's one of the characters. There's an announcement made for her, and I think it's that Hera. Yeah, right, Hera right, becomes a general right by the, the time. Battle. Yeah, before yeah. by the time that Rogue One happens, Hera will become a general, and Hera is one of the characters from Rebels. Mm-hmm. Because I know that there are all different levels of nerds listening to this right now, and some of you might watch the movies but not the cartoons and things. And that's one of the characters. And so there's a reference made to her, which I like. I like all that stuff that rewards the different level of fandom. You know, the ones who recognize the Rogue Squadron from A New Hope uh, except for Porkins. Where the fuck was Porkins? But anyway, don't get me started. <laughs> Seriously. But uh, I, I like all those little touches. Jeff, you were going to say something before though. Oh, uh, I was watching an interview and something I thought was really fascinating that I also wanted to see in a second viewing is that Gareth Edwards, the director, didn't like specifically make them this way but is really cool with the implication and kind of nodded to Baze and Chirrut are like gay with each other. They're like a couple. All right, I didn't pick up on that at all, but... Yeah, so that's why, like, there's that extra long, like, emotional stare from Baze into, like, the dead Chirrut, spoilers, uh, right before he goes off on, like, a suicide mission. And you said extra long. Yeah. There you go. Uh, You earned that. Um, Yeah, but look, I... Chirrut's always playing with his staff. (laughs) (laughs) We uh, talked a lot about the movie, and the short of it is that we did like it, you know, I think we're predisposed to focus on the things we didn't like. And I do look forward to seeing it again because I feel like I will be less critical. I've talked before. I saw Phantom Menace in theater three times and the second and third viewings, Jar Jar Binks bothered me a lot less because you know he's there. Mm-hmm. You know it's going to be whatever it is. And I just ignore him every time I well, watch it. Well, that's kind it. of I what you have to do. pay attention. Except for one point when he says, me some people gonna die. Like, I can't ignore that. But the rest of it is all right. You know, mm, big bombad and all that stuff. You know, whatever. It's easy to shrug off. And there's nothing of that level in this movie that I need to shrug off. But the things that bother me upon the first viewing, I probably won't worry about them. Here's what bothers me about the movie. I do have some nitpicks Please, about it. Please, let's hear. I always like to hear the, the Rafe nitpicks. Well, here's... And I maybe I've seen the movie twice, and I still don't get the scene. It seems so superfluous. But when Saw Gerrera gets the 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 pilot Bodhi, the the defector, he says, you know, I don't trust you or whatever. He says, I'm with Ga- I'm from Galen Urso. He sent me. He says, well, we'll I'll throw you in with this octopus, and he'll get the truth. Yeah. They have this whole scene. The octopus puts his tentacles all over him, and you assume, okay, he did he find out the truth? He still locks him up anyway. Yeah. Because he doesn't trust him, so I I think they could have I don't I don't get the octopus and we're threatened, thing. And we're threatened with the idea that he's going to go insane. Which and, you know, he didn't seem any different. He's a little shaken mean. at first when he gets out of the a out of the bit. jail, but yeah, it's it's barely noticeable. Yeah, I <clears throat> I don't know that we needed that. I I don't know what that accomplished other <laughs> than somebody had the idea for like, well, I get this octopus character, and I got to put it in the movie. On the whole, Rafe, I I think you're saying that uh, you did enjoy it. There's little things, but for the most part, 
If you had to give it a letter grade, uh, put the pressure on you, what would that letter grade be? Oh, I'd give it, I'd give it a solid B plus. Yeah, I think that that's that's fair. You know, I think the the A level is reserved for your original trilogy and anything that we might get in the future that lives up to that. But this this was like B plus. You graduate solid, with a B plus, you're gonna go to a good college. So don't worry about it. You know, it's fine, Rogue One. All right, Jeff, go ahead and list off as many of the characters as you can in the space of ten seconds. K two S O Chirrut Imwe Bays Malbus. Jane, Jin Erso, Cassian Andor, uh, uh, whatever. Now nah, I lost. Bo don't forget Bodie Rook. Yep. Bodie Rook. Orson Krennic. Oh, Krennic, Orson Krennic, yeah. Darth Vader Erso. Darth Vader Erso. <laughs> Governor Tarkin. Saw Guerrero. Leia Organa is in the movie, spoiler alert. Oh. Wedge Antilles. Did you, did you not like that? Yeah. Uh, I thought the CGI was terrible. I, I, did, oh. I didn't love it. I got Dave Dorman in the previous episode. He was able to say that that part didn't really work for him. He was okay with Tarkin, which I found jarring, but also it didn't take me that much out of the movie. It did enough where I, I remembered it. Now we don't have another Star Wars movie until December, so uh, we'll, we'll have yep. a lot more speculation. I'm sure we'll start to get to see more footage and trailers and uh, I, I know that all the footage has been filmed with General Organa, General Princess Leia, General Leia, whatever don't she is. Don't you think they're going to rework the story a little bit? I, I wonder if she's going to... That's what I was going to say. No, I don't think they'll get rid of her. I just wonder if you know she's going to die some heroic death in that movie, possibly at the start of the next one, something that we don't see. I, I honestly don't know what they're going to do. Well, she was and, signed on for the next one, right, too. So. so you feel like she was going to be in it. And it'll just mm -hmm. be interesting to see what they do. Obviously, in the immediacy of when someone passes away, it's not the sort of thing you think about. It was a few days before I saw the first article that said all of her scenes for Episode Eight have been shot. And, uh, Rafe, are there any other uh, novels or comic tie-ins coming up that you're aware of, Star Wars-wise? Uh, oh, my gosh, there's a lot. Well, I definitely, again, recommend Star Wars Catalyst. I think the, the Rogue One novel's out. That's about it. Um, they kind of have some uh, novels that take place before Force Awakens. It's kind of a trilogy that's disappointing. Oh. Those weren't that great. But. Do they have any good like Sith stuff? I think the Siths are the most <clears throat> interesting characters to me. And, and I we feel like we don't get enough of them. They don't get flushed out. What about Darth, Darth Maul? Darth miniseries coming out. Oh, um, that's a Marvel right. Darth Maul, his early oh. years. This is yeah. Sithy. Very Sithy. That's what I want to see. He he goes to Sith High School, and mm -hmm. uh, I think it's like, like Clone U or whatever. <laughs> oh, Clone High. Yeah, Clone yeah. High. A friend of mine wrote on that show. That show was great. Yeah, it, it was, was like it had like six episodes, and that was it. Mm -hmm. It was like young clones of famous figures throughout history. I don't know if you're familiar with this show, Mark, but it was like young Gandhi <laughs> was there, mm -hmm. and I just remember Abraham what, Lincoln was the main yeah. character. Oh, right? it was such a great show, and uh, Cleopatra. Yeah, JFK. It, it, it's definitely a hidden gem throughout history. Well, as we. We, uh, close the book on Star Wars Rogue One mercifully as far as some people are concerned. We're going to briefly open up we only got a few more minutes with Rafe he's a busy man with a busy schedule and a busy plan but I did want to take a moment to talk to you about something that we've yet to address on the Blackcast Jeff I don't know if you saw the Doctor Who Christmas special. I don't think we're going to really ruin it so much but I'm very interested in asking you Rafe what you thought of the first Doctor Who episode in literally one year. 300 166 days because it was a leap year the return of dr mysterio how did you feel about the return of the dr mysterio or otherwise it was okay that's the general but consensus having, everyone except me but anyway go ahead having waited with no capaldi for a year we got a very capaldi light episode yeah um it seemed it was all the stuff with the capaldi was in the 12th doctor stuff was amazing 
everything with the the ghost uh, superhero character just felt like I was watching like Mantis from the nineties or something. <laughs> <laughs> Mantis. See, I so first of all, I'm the only person I think that loved it. I thought it was great. I was uh, very excited. Disagree. I loved Mantis. No, I'm talking about the Doctor Who Christmas special, which you didn't see. I loved Mantis, and that's all I want <laughs> well, to talk about wrong. anymore. All right, we're going to do a Mantis special yes! in February. Okay, with but, Carl Lumley. Yeah, what I so the scenes that I liked the most were Capaldi with Young Grant, that mm -hmm. actor. As I've found loved since it. he had never done anything, so I guess the scene and it's not a huge spoiler where they're like on top of the Empire State Building. It's the first thing he ever filmed as an actor, and that kid was great. I liked the young Grant storyline a lot. I would have been perfectly happy with the whole episode being that. I don't know that you know I needed to Amy Pond him and visit him again when he's older, but that's the story they wanted to tell. So that's fine. Uh, I liked it, and I people are so critical of the superhero stuff, but I just loved the nod to the absurdity of the Lois Lane, Clark Kent, Superman love triangle. And... It's absurd because that's the most preposterous thing over the course of 75 years, that the greatest reporter in the biggest city in the biggest country just never thought, like, hey, I'm going to put glasses on the... Oh, my God! Clark Kent is, is Superman! You know, and I just thought it was funny how preposterous it was, and that's what I like about Peter Capaldi. I like sort of the mixture of the silliness, and there was plenty of silliness. What I really mm -hmm. liked was seeing Nardal, and I didn't know how excited I was about having that character back, but I'm in now, because he was great in this episode. They definitely adjusted him a good amount, considering that he had lost his head the last time we saw him. There was going to be some well, learning curve. body, too. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> he lost both of them. And I think that I'm, I'm much more excited about seeing more of him in, in the 10th season. I don't know how many episodes he'll be in, but I'm glad we're going to get him. And we got to kind of see, like, you know what, he's actually been away for a while for the doctor as well I kind of liked that you know that it's mm -hmm. like you know, hey he's, he, he had that one long night with River that lasted 24 years and obviously he's a little down I mean he doesn't remember Clara but he was kind of down after that as well so I think he's ready to be cheered up but he wasn't he wasn't quite there yet so I thought it was a good story no it wasn't a great story it was also very reminiscent of the plan that the Slovene had which are episodes that I know Jeff hated Eccleston episodes with the zipper people that had the oh fat people inside I know how, that's what mm -hmm. I, that's what we actually, fought a lot that's that's actually what made him stop watching the show and then <laughs> I think his girlfriend told him start with Matt Smith and yeah. then go back later and that's how he was able to watch it and then we went into uh, the zipper yeah. farts well, they pointed it out on the After Buzz uh, after show for Doctor Who, uh, which is hosted by our friend Zach Wilson. He pointed out that it was exactly the same plot. And I'm like, yeah, that did sound mm -hmm. familiar, but I, I had kind of forgotten. Um, but it's like, you know, they're like, well, we've made the plot better. But I think it'll it'll tie in well to the upcoming season. I think that we'll be able to judge it a little bit better. But here's what I wanted from that. I wanted I didn't sit down and watch it Christmas night, just the night got out of hand, but I watched it the next day. And... It was fun. I really enjoyed it. It was very silly at times, but I got to see Peter Capaldi in action, and it was a fun. It was a fun little little diversion before you know what'll no doubt be a season long overarching epic that you know Moffat's going to try too hard to go out with a bang, and 
I, I, I don't know. I appreciated it for everything that it was. So uh, I give a big thumbs up to Doctor Mysterio. But if you don't like Doctor Who, don't start with that one. That's not gonna. That's not gonna do it for you. <laughs> Spoiler: The season arc for this season of Doctor Who, I found out, is that the Doctor is his own grandfather. Crazy. That that's some nonsense. But uh, <laughs> Mark, you you weren't blown away by it, but it was all right. And it was like, let's throw you a crumb before you know, because it's still like three plus months until the show actually comes back. So hey, anytime Capaldi was on screen, I loved it. I agree I with just, that. Yeah, when that, they when that, they went to side stories, I was just that, like, really, that was this the is best what this part. Is, this is what they're waiting yeah. a year for. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. Well, I appreciate getting you to speak about that, and we only have a couple more minutes. But I do want to talk about something that I know you'll be very <laughs> you're very hyper focused on War for the Planet of the Apes, July fourteenth. Correct. Correct. And how much is your show, Podcast of the Apes, gearing up towards the release of that movie on July fourteenth? No, oh, that's all. I mean, that's all we're talking about. We're talking about all the the merchandising coming oh, out. That's going to be great. Crazy theories coming out. Uh, um, the fact it's the week after Spider Man comes yeah. out. Spider Man um, Homecoming, which Mark Wahlberg's yep. in this one too, right? Mark Wahlberg is in Planet of the Apes. No, he was only in that one, the, the Tim Burton one. That's what he I'm should, He should be in all of them. Uh, yeah, but. So, obviously, a lot of excitement there, but there was a, a quick Twitter back and forth that you had with our friend Will Sterling, who's not here at the moment. Uh, what do you know about this Planet of the Apes Green Lantern crossover, which I think it's great. Green Lantern's just getting around. You know, they did a Star War, a Star Trek, sorry, and I think they're going to do a Star Trek Next Generation. And I'm like, you know what? Those The Green Lantern core kind of lends itself to exploring the galaxy and running into all sorts of characters. So uh, take a quick moment and talk a little bit about your understanding for the Planet of the Apes Green Lantern crossover. I mean, basically, it looks like it's an alternate universe story where, of all people, Cornelius from Planet of the Apes becomes the Earth's Green Lantern. Sweet. Um, <laughs> I'm totally so, in. Beyond that, I don't know too much <laughs> about it. All right, well, once it's out, we'll all talk about it and we'll analyze it panel by panel. Uh, Mark, I really appreciate you making yourself available. He and just keeps creating himself <laughs> bananas to eat. And, and I, oh my God, it's green bananas, <laughs> giant green bananas. He's like, this is why the Green Lantern ring was invented. I appreciate you letting me bully you into being on Skype, but now when we have you on in the future it's going to just sound that much better so you know it's win-win for team blackcast uh happy new year to you and your family you congratulations too. on the long run that your blue jackets have had a oh, uh, winning yes. streak of how many games as we record this which keeping um, in mind well, people won't hear it for moment, a while but yeah as of this moment as of this moment that we're recording they're about to drop the puck against washington capitals if they win that game they tie 17 wins Whew. the all-time record well, I know. I always say how excited you are. You go to the games with your son a lot of the time, so I'm oh, happy yeah. for you. And even though I can't really follow the NHL until the uh, the Stanley Cup, and only if it's teams that I'm moderately interested in, which ugh, the last couple of years it hasn't been. But anyway, uh, we appreciate you being on at Mark Coin C O Y N E Hunt on Twitter, and of course uh, you're you're on Facebook too. You know people can yep. request you, and you don't have to say yes if you don't want to. But uh, Mark will be a friend, but he's a great friend to the Blackcast. We appreciate you contributing so much over the years, and I look forward to talking to you not only about Planet of the Apes Green Lantern, but also Doctor Who once the season comes back in full force. And we will definitely talk to you again in the near future here on the Blackcast. Sounds good. All right. Thanks again to our friend Rafe Gutman, a.k.a. Mark Hunt. Now, we're here recording, but one of those interesting things 
Captain EO that happened is that um, you didn't realize we were recording today until no. what happened. Uh, until my phone, luckily. So this is why, at least, I put those little reminders in my calendar yeah. on my phone. Because you Cause know I, you. Because I never actually check them. Yeah. But I put them in there so that they'll beep at me so that, worst case, I can show up, you know, 10 minutes late. Yeah, that's fine. And at 10 minutes late, especially in L.A., because, like, literally, you don't even have to use the words. You can just, like, roll your eyes, tilt your head to the side. That means traffic. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sorry. It's like everybody is 10 minutes is not 10 minutes is actually early being 10 minutes late is early. Yeah. I know that they say if if you're on time, you're late. No, in L.A., that's not true. If you're 10 minutes late, you're early. So it's fine. <laughs> I've been having like I, I think it's probably because for the last few days uh, I've been letting Natasha take my car to work because her car needs to get some work done on it. Right. So I've mainly just been staying at the house that I've been house sitting going nowhere and just like doing nothing so that's happened for so many days that i've really lost track of what day and like what time it is to the point where like all day yesterday i was convinced it was sunday and like (laughs) this morning for most of the day i was convinced it was monday by the way as we're talking it is sunday yeah so you actually thought today was monday so the idea that you had a a pre-existing black cast appointment with yours truly over at afterbuzz that was not something that you thought no. of. No. And that's I, fine because, to be fair, I threw a bunch of dates at you. I was mm-hmm. like, well, there's there's this Sunday and then there's a really late Wednesday night and then there's another Sunday. But I don't really know about that other Sunday. You know, maybe we'll have enough that we don't need to do it then. I'll let you know. And I left that in a I'll let you know. So what I realize now, I should have said some point today, hey, uh, see you at Four, right? And I, then you would have been like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You almost always do. And yeah. so that's why I like half rely on it. Like usually I do try and keep up and yeah. remember that I have stuff going on so I don't like make any other dumb plans or like just structure my day around it. Luckily, th- there was no problem. I was just sitting on the couch with the dogs. So I was like, <laughs> all right, you guys are going in the kennels because yeah. last time I left you alone, you left a deuce on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the same thing when, uh, you know, you used to hang out with Liev. If you ran mm-hmm. out to go to the liquor store, you'd have to put him in the kennel. Oh, yeah. Because if you didn't, there would indeed be a deuce on the floor or sometimes a quattro, unfortunately, <laughs> you know, the, the double deuce. A number four. Yeah. So what happened was we were going to get together at uh, four o'clock to, uh, you know, bend all space time continuum. You know, anybody who hasn't figured out that we tape a bunch of black casts at once and spread them out amongst a few episodes <laughs> over day and time. And it's like, well, sometimes Will's there and sometimes Jeff's there. Sometimes they're both there. And then it goes back to there only being one there. It's a timey-wimey podcast thing (laughs) yeah it's very uh, wibbly wobbly so what happened at 332 i got a text from you that said hey just got a reminder on my phone about a podcasts plural but i haven't heard from you we still recording today it's like yeah we definitely are sorry if i didn't follow up can you still head over and you're like yep i'll head over right away and uh it all worked out and uh we got some uh, quality black cast recorded but i just thought it was funny because there's a lot of times where radio producer background is always double and triple checking just making sure that things happen when they do mm. but at the same time i'm like i don't i don't know i don't i don't want to treat my friends like children and be like so i will see you at four o'clock correct <laughs> and you know some people need that you know liev i would always do that and never actually he would be like, yeah totally i'll be there yep oh i had it i knew and i think he did know but then it would be like he fell asleep mm-hmm. and like i'd hear i'd get texts in the morning ha 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 sorry <laughs> 
That's so fucking. Which happened. There was that. There was oh, a time yeah. we were here doing the broadcast. It, it was late at night, to mm-hmm. be fair. And uh, you know, we sat down with our friend Alexis, and uh, Liev was supposed to be on because I, I had Tebow stuff to talk to him about, mm-hmm. and uh, he fell asleep at like nine thirty, and uh, you know, we we couldn't do it. So he's one that I know, and you and I hadn't talked about it since the other day, and I I should have uh, reconfirmed, but I thought it was kind of fun that we're here, we're podcasting. Get used to it, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like. We almost weren't, yeah. <laughs> you know, because what if your phone hadn't told you that? That's that was what I was thinking. Then about. I would have sent. Then I would have texted you at like three fifty-five and been like, "Oh, hey, I'm in the studio. You know, whenever you get here, just come on in." And you're like, "In into where?" You know, the word studio would have told you something. And I don't know. I think that that's a that's a lesson that we can all learn. Basically, well, the, the lesson learned for me was set my reminder to an hour before instead of <laughs> half hour before. But at least it was a half hour. You know what I have yeah. in my phone? I have 10 minutes. Oh, yeah. Mostly because work. like everything I do is in the valley. So 10 minutes is going to be fine. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this. I went a week without leaving. I was every minute of my life awake or asleep was in either Burbank or North Hollywood and very few of them were in North Hollywood. Wow. Because a lot of times I go up to Encino for the Tomorrow Show and then we didn't have them for a few days, you know, because of the holidays and whatnot. We'd been running around a lot for the holidays and also, you know, I spent a few days in Vegas and it dawned on me that I, you know, I was like, I don't really need to buy any gas. And I'm like, oh, I know why, because I haven't gone anywhere. So... I don't know. It's just kind of interesting that uh, you can just sort of live in a bubble as much as as you do. But you're talking about, you know, if Natasha, sorry, I almost called her Veronica for some reason. Hmm, Who's Veronica? Archie? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You just can't choose between Natasha and Veronica. Oh, Jughead. uh, Well, yeah, Jughead's (laughs) going to get your left. He's going to get your sloppy seconds. Sloppy Joe. But anyway, you know, it's just it's very easy to just kind of fall into that routine. And, you know, there's a lot of things that I work on that are in the house. And it's very easy to just sit down and put a few hours in and then before you know it, I'm like, oh, it's lunchtime. Let me do more of this. And then before you know it, you know, I have to go pick up Felix. And it's like, oh, I haven't, I haven't really gone anywhere. I, I was productive in one sense, but at the same time, I'm, I'm not seeing enough of the outside world. Mm-hmm. So I think that I probably am going to need to go back to uh, setting the reminders <laughs> for more than 10 minutes. My wife does 15 minutes and I find that she's more, she's better prepared for things than I am. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm like 10 minutes. I'm like 10 minutes is enough. You know, to, if I'm only going to be in Burbank or North Hollywood, I don't know. Anyway, look, that's just a just a little behind the scenes conversation that I thought people might enjoy. They also might not. I just I think it, my favorite part about it was like the the like half second extra where I was like, oh, I hope he doesn't get mad at me for forgetting. If yeah. This, <laughs> like, no, if, if it was followed up with the kind of can't yeah. anymore. I wouldn't have been pissed. I would have been like, all right, I should have followed up. And then I would be like, all right, now. So not remembering, I'm like, oh, that's fine. You know, this this wasn't like a date that uh, (laughs) we had. Then I would have been very offended. But you know what? You always make it to our dates. So Mm, I appreciate it. I know, right? Anyway, uh, just wanted to, uh, like I said, let everybody in some little behind-the-scenes knowledge local knowledge uh, between Captain EO and myself. In show business, we call it vamping. Oh my goodness, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mr. Will Sterling. Oh, arriving halfway through the episode. This is unheard of. Okay, Sarah, Sarah. Whatever will be, will be. The future is ours to see. 
Okay, Sarah, Sarah. Now Bujenski's version that he sings to me. Gay, Sarah, Sarah. Whatever will be, will be. Will be in the future. His ours to see. Gay, Sarah, Sarah. Whatever will be, movie. Whatever will be, will be the B movie. It's not the B movie. I'm calling it that because it bothers you. But it's called B movie. I know it is, but I'm calling it the B movie. And the reason that this has come up yet again. Again, is because the microphones here are yellow and black striped, like so the like bumblebees. But anyway, look, none of that is important. What's important is the amazing entrance mid-show by the one and only Mr. William J. Sterling. Mm. Will, hey. uh, happy 2017. This is your, oh, happy fir- New Year. your yeah. first words on the Black Hats in 2017. Gosh, I lose track of time. It's because I travel through time and space so often. I don't it know is, where I am. This is uh, one of the uh, wibbly ear, wobblier episodes we've had in a while, but that's all right. <laughs> Maybe we'll do a breakdown at some point and explain it all to everybody. You know, there's there's going to be a lot of traveling back and forth throughout the course of the month of January. But, uh, Will, mm-hmm. is 2017 off to a good start for you? Sure, yeah. I mean, it's not like anything major has happened, but it's certainly not off to a poor start. Yeah. So we've turned the page on 2016. Yeah. Can All you right. sing the Bob Seger? You, you don't want to sing the Bob Seger song? Turn the page? I'm sorry. That's a Metallica song. What was I thinking of? <laughs> so that's not a Metallica song. I don't know who sings Turn the Page. Who sings fucking Turn the Page? So Metallica does indeed sing a version of that song. That's right. It's a Bob ha- Seger original song, right? Ha- yeah, but... There you go. So I was right on so both So you accounts. were right, but you stopped yourself. You corrected yourself. I'm tired. I don't know what's what. I don't know what's up or down. You don't know what day it is? You don't no, know where you I are? No, I don't. I don't. Sounds like uh, me currently, because I also didn't even know that this episode was, uh, you know, happening. You didn't. Remember that alarm that just went off uh, about a half hour before <laughs> we were supposed to be here? It says podcast, and then I texted you. I know. See, Will came in while yes. we were having that conversation. Right. So you, you missed that part. I did. You missed a lot of things. I William. guess. Our friend Rafe Gutman was here, and mm-hmm. not only was he on the show, I bullied him into getting a Skype account. And wow. so it sounded so much better. Yeah. It was as though he were here with us. And Did we you talked. give him purple nurple? Is that how you got him to do it? Um, I just uh, had somebody pull down his pants and I pointed at his wee-wee. <laughs> See, wee-wee wasn't going to be funny unless I did it in that voice. Wait, so wait, Why did he get Skype if you had somebody pull down his pants and point at his wee-wee? It was, it's that more was of a how chat roulette thing. <laughs> okay, I see. I was like, that was how I got I'd be it. like, now I'm never getting Skype. You made fun yep. of my wee-wee. Did I make fun of your wee-wee? No, I made fun of Ray's. but I already have Skype. So we talked about a lot of things. We talked about Rogue One, which I feel like we've been talking about for like six months. But did you talk we, about the Green Lantern's Planet of the Apes? We did, actually. Good. And he doesn't know much about it. Okay. He, he's excited. Yeah. But do you know more about it? I know very little. You just that's know That's intentional. That I'm not trying to like spoil anything. I want to You like, just want to see it yeah. and, and comes up this month. explore it. The first part comes out this month. Are you excited? Yeah. I alluded to this when we were talking to Rafe that there are a lot of these Green Lantern crossovers in the works. There's yes. the great Star Trek one, which mm-hmm. I think is another thing I'm supposed to have brought. There's I, part poor, two of the Star Trek one. By the way, poor Jeff. I'm supposed to have brought him uh, Batman Ninja Turtles like yeah. mm-hmm. four or five months ago now. Uh, All I wanted was my childhood, and I'm, you just took a big shit on it. No, I did not take a big shit on it. However, you did take a big shit on my Captain America Winter Soldier. <laughs> yeah, a and I got to a new one. A big purple sticky it's blue. It's blue. It's blue. Not part of the, the popsicle that God got all damn over it. Pen okay. is blue. 
In any case, uh, so yeah, so you're just looking forward to it, yeah. and you know, look, the the Green Lantern Corps can explore the universe. That's what I, I like. They can pretty much cross the whatever they want to do, whoever they want. And I know, kind of like that, the Doctor. Well, I know that there's already been Doctor Who Star Trek, so mm-hmm. I feel like why not with the Green Lanterns? There's something in the works. I is will it, say about Doctor Who. Do you know that? But or this you, isn't. Um, this is on a personal level. Really? I'm just. I'm gonna could drop. This possibly. I'm, a, I'm gonna drop that tease and walk away. Could this possibly be the long gestating Doctor Mew? I'm gonna drop. Cat that. Uh, I, oh my God! There he was, and now he's left. He hangs out a lot with Chimp Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he was here. Traveling T- the galaxy yeah, together. Dr. Mew and Chimp Well, Doctor. actually, Chimp Doctor would be an amazing companion. He would. Uh, since we're talking about uh, Doctor Who as we were with Rafe Gutman, mm-hmm. Jeff already informed us he hadn't seen it, but, uh, and I don't want to, we spent a few minutes with Rafe, I don't want to spend too much time, but we had a new episode yes. on Christmas Day for the first time in literally one calendar year. I know. 366 days, as I pointed out, because it was a leap that year. Long. Just in general terms, what did you think of it? And then I'll uh, say, I'll kind of reiterate what I thought for people that maybe fell asleep 10 minutes ago during the episode. I, uh, I really liked it. Oh my God, I'm the only one. I thought I was the only one who really liked no, it. Yeah, I thought I it was great. It. Yeah, I mean, like, there are better Christmas specials and there are sure. better episodes, but it was fine. I mean, like, it, I liked the. I, I know Lorch wasn't a big fan, but like, the superhero. I mean, whatever. We're, we're living in the modern era of Doctor Who, and Capaldi's funny, and. Yeah, no, he's very funny did, in it. Did a version of the Doctor that he should have been doing from the beginning, that we got glimpses of, and then the last series was a vast improvement on the one before it. So it's like, slowly, <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, that's right, he was never the problem. He's actually really awesome and very funny. Yeah, like, but if you, if you hand him like eight scripts that all basically say some variation of. Into darkness yeah. on the cover. That's yeah. what that's what you're gonna get. Right. Like, so like, yeah, it was a little. No, look, and it was a little hokey, and I like. That's what I liked. As hard to believe as the superhero triangle, all that was. I'm yeah. like, great. That's what I wanted it to be I, because that's the perfect superhero love triangle, as I alluded to earlier yeah. with Lois Lane and Clark Kent, yeah. Superman. It's literally the same thing. Yep. And don't change it at all. Don't right. try and hip it up. Uh, that, I don't need that. Yeah. You know, the CW is about to have a show about Archie that they're hipping it up and oh, calling Riverdale. God. If there's anything less this can hip. Be like live action? Yeah. If there's anything less hip than Archie, please let me know what it is. Tweet us mm-hmm. at Blackcast, B-L-A-D-T-C-S-T. Yeah. And it's not the Punisher crossing over. No, that Archie. was kind of awesome, yeah. actually. Yeah. At the same time, this episode, it was exactly what I needed. Uh, I watched the day after. I watched it on Boxing Day. Yes, so it was, we did too. I was still in the still in the Christmas spirit, uh-huh. and it was fun. And that's was all fun. I wanted. And, we left. It was and great. you know, he what Rafe said that when Peter Capaldi was on screen, that's what he really liked. Everything yeah. else, he could take it or leave it. I don't know. I was just really happy with it. And I'm telling you because you didn't hear me say a few minutes ago, I really liked the little kid version of the character Grant in the mm-hmm. beginning, the way it started. The whole yeah, first, I could have done a whole episode the, of just that. Th- that's exactly what I said. It's yeah. almost like you were listening, because right. that's what I said. <laughs> Look at us. Listening like, in the car to the live broadcast. Yeah, the, the, the live broadcast. Yeah. You guys done with your circle jerk, or can I... <laughs> I actually saw the actor Justin Chatwin, who plays the superhero yeah. today, outside of the comic book store. You did not. He was not Golden going Apple? to the comic book store. Yeah, he was coming from somewhere else, and I was like, Oh, hey, it's that guy. He has, like, a beard and a backwards hat and a lifted truck and looks like a super bro. So it looks... Really funny. It looks like the ghost really has taken some time off <laughs> of the superhero game. One it of does the, that voice, though, well, though. Yeah, the back and forth, Yeah, you know. But it, it's, not, it's no Batman voice. No. But that's the whole idea. Uh, the final Batman. thing... That, <laughs> where's the Dr. Batman movie? Where's the Dr. The <laughs> final thing I'll say about it was... Uh, 
I was pleasantly surprised by uh, bald, dim-witted Nardal as uh, his buddy in it. It was great. That's great. all I want. It's yeah. great. I didn't need anything else from this. I don't know what people expected. Yeah. I guess because the two Christmases ago, River Song was so great and epic and people liked it. See, funny. I, I just you thought that one better. was okay. See? I liked the River Song one, but the ending was like super emotional on purpose. Yeah. So I was like, uh, I don't know if we earned this. Yeah. Especially with two lackluster series adding up to this. Yeah. His relationship with River was not the relationship that she had with Matt Smith's doctor. That was an important relationship. So then they were like, oh, it's, it's a Peter Capaldi and River. And I was like, well, I don't think it he, functions actually that well. But then we well. see in this one that he has 24 years with her. Yes. So then obviously right. they're very close. Right. And you know what I just saw on Facebook today is that there's going to be an audio drama where River meets two doctors, mm-hmm. Colin Baker and Sylvester McCoy. She is already interacting with... Paul McGann. Yes. It has been for multiple stories. Now but what, she the, has to disguise herself. I was going to say. And the, it will be the same with them. So they she has to pretend she she's someone else. Yes. Does she use a bad alias like Lake Sing? No. Well, it's uh, Malone. What's the what's the author name? Molly Malone? Not Molly Malone. Something Malone. Okay. It's like her author name in the like uh, in the Angels Take Manhattan or whatever that episode's called. Uh, so that's one of them. And she has this like weird face changer. So like it, she looks different. So he's like, oh, you look like Rita Hayworth. And she's like, oh, thanks. <laughs> Little does he know. I know. And Will actually sent me uh, a link to legitimately, yes. legally, yeah. I can now listen to some of these uh, Paul McGann uh, audio drums. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will have some time to do that because uh, it's not particularly exciting, but... It is a little bit have of a baby. landmark for oh. me. I'm not having another baby because that <laughs> would be very exciting. Uh, no, but I I have a job where I have to go into an office Wait. every day. What? Now, I have to go really far. It's oh. a mile and a half away from my house. Whew. I could almost walk, but let's be honest. Hey. First of all, it's been raining this Why week. Why would you do that? You yeah. should get like, a skateboard and just try to start like reverse aging, right? Just start like being the Kugler. Yeah. <laughs> I could just hang on. I could just go Marty McFly style, though. Get the, get the skateboard and hang on to the back of trucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, it's, uh, you know, look, it's a great group of people, and it'll be a, a good product, but mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing some research for a documentary for the National Geographic Channel cool. on Silicon Valley. So it's, it's interesting, you know, learning a lot about a, a lot of different things. Uh, it's it's not flashy. It's not show busy. But uh, you know what? It's a documentary that's, on the need in the National Geographic Channel. That sounds yeah. show busy. Th- that's very show busy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, like <laughs> grandma show So don't show say biz. it's not show busy. Yeah, like for retirement homes, it's show biz. Uh, a know? lot of young people like Nat Geo. Nat Geo. Whoa. FYI. Look at you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hipping it up. Who doesn't like Geo? to watch animals like doing it in the wild? I Cheetahs running fast. Jeff's uh, doing it, doing it, doing, doing it. it well. in the, I, one, wait, it one final thing. It. Going back to Doctor Who because I know we want to move on. I like the bald, weird-headed dude. Nardal. Yeah, because he's like a he's like a Strax for Peter Capaldi. Strax was yep. the Santaran warrior. Sure. And my favorite line from Matt Smith to Strax, which summed up their relationship, which I kind of felt in the superhero one, was in the Snowman. Strax says something, and he says, "Don't be clever, Strax." I'm the clever one. <laughs> You're the potato one. <laughs> I do. I remember that actually. <laughs> it's like this. The new guy kind of has yeah. that relationship. Well, they had to. They had to make some adjustments. And as Rafe and I discussed, reattaching his head to his body was yeah. the first one. But also, he's not quite as dim as he was no. a year ago, which no. I think helps. And I like his weird like wrap around that yeah. he wears. Whatever that is. I don't it's know like what that is. Chic garb. 
I have no it's idea. It's a uh, it's a dashiki, a Dash- Japanese dashiki. diaper. <laughs> In any case, yes. Uh, yeah. So uh, I'll have time to uh, sit at a desk and listen to stuff. And uh, as much as I like to listen to the Blackcast, uh, I'll have to listen to some other things. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it's weird because I was thinking about it, and I haven't had a job where I have to be at the office for ten years now. Because in the Dennis Miller show, I got to leave when I wanted to. Yeah. And this is not the case. To some extent, you know, there, there can be like, all right, things have kind of wrapped up for the day. I think right. I'm going to go. Right. However, it's not like, well, it's noon. Yeah. I'm going to bed. Let's go. You know? Yeah. Set so, up the BK, get a, get a crispy chicken sandwich. Those were the good old days. You and Ricard. Sarah Ricard and I would go and get the Burger King chicken sandwich. And they had a deal at one point where you, it was buy one, get one. The deal stopped, but the lady who worked there liked us so much. She continued to give it to us. What? And we'd show up, and she'd be like, chicken sandwiches? And we're like, yep. Wow. It was like... That's love. That's oh, it was love. Is. It was like being a regular at a bar. Yeah. Except for fat people, because <laughs> it was Burger King. Yeah, let me get uh, two of those chicken sandwiches. You know the crazy thing about chicken sandwiches? It's like, Cliff is actually kind of Peter. I'm trying to figure out how you yeah, get Cliff Clavin, but it also sounds like Peter. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, that's true. What were you going to say, Jeff? I was just going to say I had um, across the street from my old job, uh, there was this place that had uh, Hana Grill, and they had these like teriyaki chicken bowls. So I, they were supposed to have vegetables on them, but obviously I'd always get it without those because it's disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. And uh, uh, so I'd just always get the exact same thing every time I'd go there, and I'd go there like a lot because it's right across the street, and it's just chicken and rice, so mm-hmm. it's pretty healthy and it's pretty delicious because uh, I'd drown it in teriyaki, obviously. Mm. Even more healthy, especially yes. without all those it's, vegetables, which are you terrible put for the you. health into it. That's it's right. Like injecting injecting health, health into my body. Yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, so I would order it so much that the the person like taking the order would change out a lot, but usually the cooks were the same people, and there was this one like older Hispanic lady that was usually working the grill, and as soon as I'd come in, she'd like we'd catch each other's eye, and she'd be like. <laughs> she like mouth something at me, and I'd be like, mm-hmm. and she'd make me my. She'd start cooking my food already because she knew exactly what I, I was. I need that relationship order. with somebody. I don't have that. You don't have that. But there's well, there's nowhere you're a regular, right? Mm-mm. No. The problem is that the place that I know you go to a lot is Jack in the Box, and that's the drive-through, and you're usually drunk. But I'm hitting up. I'm hitting up all different kinds of Jack in the Boxes. I well, like. You- I like experiencing the different types of Jack in the Boxes. Wow. Across Los Angeles. There's a lot of little nuances. No jack-in-the-box the monogamy. I see how In the recipes. A lot of nuances in the... You, you know. sure you don't just go to the one that's right by your house? I re- actually rarely go to that one. Really? Because Funny when enough, when I'm like, like, fuck it, I'm going to eat junk food, I'm coming like from the valley, and I stop at the one on Highland by the AMPM. I don't know that south of, south of Sunset. Oh, okay, yeah. See, I'm thinking, I always think of the one across from Amoeba Records because... Mm. That's a great one. That's we, a great one. We, we drunkenly got... I think uh, that one's going. Buttery Jack's there after St. Patrick's Day. Two whole years ago, by yeah. the way. That's Was St. that Patrick's really? Day, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, you think that that one's leaving? Yeah, I'm pretty sure that, that Jack in the Box is closing up. Well, there's, put the melts there. there's a lot of... Uh, the melt? Va- there's a lot of valuable hmm? real estate. No, he said something else. The oh, melts, he said the, the melt is there. The melt is a grilled cheese, basically a grilled cheese place, just for... For uh, our listeners, this has gotten very inside. Yeah, sorry. We really focused on the minutia. Inside LA, I've got. Have, have either of you guys seen uh, the OA? It's a new series. No, on Nicole Netflix. watched it, but I haven't seen it. What? Uh, tell me about it. I, I don't even know that I've heard of it. It's That's basically how I like it's similar to 
Stranger Things only in so far. I've been I've heard it's been compared to as like an adult like styled Stranger Things. And I would only say that in so far as you have like weird things at work and there's a strong female lead. Mm-hmm. But beyond that, they're very dissimilar. Oh, and I guess there's also a group of kids that are central to the okay. plot line, right? That are connected to this girl. I don't really want to say too much because it's such an interesting and beautifully interwoven story that I don't want to like give anything away. Nicole told me all of the details. Well, that's Well, sucks. I don't know all the details. I, to, to be keeping it 100 with you? I'll probably never watch it. Never watch it? Never watch no, it. I got too much shit to watch. That right. sucks. It's now, good acting, too. I'm sure it's great. What I, is it about it? I just, I just, all right. I, I don't Look, I've got a lot of shit to watch, too. All right. That's not Do you want point. me to finish Star Trek and then get into Next Generation or not? I, I, not. Can, not really, no. I mean, not now. You, this eventually, is eight episodes. But I like, want to. Wait till the summer. But I want know, to do that. When there's not, like, new shit on all the time. But I want to do that. I know you want to. And you're hanging up a lot of shows. Since you brought it up. There's only eight episodes. I don't even think they're hour long yet. Is it like Stranger Things? No, is she, there a there's no and funny kids. There's no, there's no monster. There's no like telekinesis. It sounds terrible. But there's are there blinking lights at least? Yeah. For God's sake, Winona Ryder in it. Give Will something. No, well, okay, because if Winona Ryder was in it, I was out. No. I was down. No, I was, no, no. I was I hear, hashtag I hear it's well. good, but Nikki, Nikki was a big fan. But I, and I, she, well, she told someday you someday I might get to it. The most recognizable face is Phyllis from The Office. That's what I was gonna say. Love That's Phyllis my favorite thing. Is that Phyllis from The Office? She's fantastic. She is. So. All right, there's a few things to talk about. One, this all reminds me that the uh, series of unfortunate events is about to drop on oh, Netflix, yeah. the Neil Patrick mm-hmm. Harris version. Yeah. And uh, he apparently does a lot of characters in it because the main does character, yeah. the main character, Count uh, Olaf. Count Olaf he impersonates people as the series goes along. And he, they, so he has to be these other people. Oh. But then, big reveal, it's Count Olaf. And <laughs> big reveal. In the book, it's a big reveal? No, I think that they know, but okay, it's, good. It's like, it's like the kids know who it is, and right. they have to prove to someone else that that's that's what. It, I know. I heard him talking about it on Howard Stern okay. show. Haven't you guys and seen he did the, the voice Jim Carrey so. movie? No, that's so why I didn't. I didn't know if that was like something Jim yeah. Carrey invented or no, no, they're, no, they're, no they're it's books. a series. I know there's like books, but the character. So there's probably the going to be pretty much a lot of similarities between the stories because yeah. it's they well, were based yeah, because the source material, but. I think the movie crammed a bunch of books oh, yeah. into it. Thirteen so. books is not going to fit in one movie. So if you have a series, you that's can they draw them out. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. They they put a lot in the book. All right. So let's. So that's something I'm excited about, and I was going to mention that. Uh, looking forward to it. I don't know when I get time NPH? for it. Uh, I, I like NPH. Here's the thing <laughs> about like NPH. He kind of does it all. He he he's a great host. He's. I don't think he's an EGOT host. I don't think he's ever hosted the uh, Grammys. But he's hosted the Emmys. He's hosted the Oscars. He's hosted the Tonys. An EGOT host. Yeah. I've never heard that before. You never heard the term EGOT? No. Oh, then you didn't watch 30 Rock because yeah. uh, Tracy Morgan just, all he wanted was EGOT. to be an EGOT. Oh. There's very few I watched EGOT. like three episodes the, of 30 Rock. The only oh. one that what? I, kn- if you, they were the first three, you watched the wrong three. I've enjoyed them. Yeah. There's no reason. I didn't try to not watch more. I just fell away from it. A lot of shows. It's a lot of media to consume. Look, I don't this, know what to do with myself. This might sound like sacrilege, but the next time that you're rewatching Frasier season six, just it's just gonna suggest mm-hmm. maybe watch something different. Doesn't even have to be Thirty Rock. No, just watch something you've never watched. Before. Ridiculous. All right, look, I was trying to help. Look, Frasier, come on. How dare you? <laughs> it's like being like, hey, next time you want to hang out with your dad, don't. 
so rude. It depends on what the alternative is. My dad would understand. <laughs> you know, besides, maybe my dad would watch Lemony Snicket with me. Will 30 Rock give me a BJ? Possibly. Mm, Grizz or Doc probably would. I'm a little concerned that we went from hanging with dads to BJs so quick. Very quickly, by the way. <laughs> it's all, we're androgynous here. In any case, uh, what I was going to say is that one of the only EGOTs that I know for sure is Whoopi Goldberg. Okay. So she's got, she's got the Emmy. She's got the Grammy. She's got the Oscar. She's got the Tony. Okay. Most people don't have all those. She won the awards or she Maybe John Williams? She won. No, okay. no, she won. John, John Williams? I don't know if he would have a Tony. Composer? Yeah. Hmm. I, I could look it up, but, you know. Time. I would think it's, it's going to be composers because those are the only people that would do that many things often. Composers and Whoopi. And Whoopi, yeah. yes. She's kind of a composer. What's she have she a Grammy composes for? What does she have an Oscar for? Okay, so the Oscar's <laughs> for The Color Purple. Oh, that's right. The Grammy is for comedy albums because oh. people don't think of her like that. But she used to be a comedian. No, no, I know that part. I just wouldn't think that a comedy album and Grammys, that this just doesn't it, click in my mind. Not it, that it, 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 it doesn't count. It just It's its own category. It. Is why. It, yeah. All right, so I typed in the word EGOT into Google, and it wasn't that hard. So Richard Rogers, you're correct. Uh, Helen Hayes, Rita Moreno, John Gilgood, Audrey Hepburn, Marvin Hamlish. Audrey There's Hepburn. a lot of, yeah. Wow. Jonathan Tunick, Mel Brooks. Hey. That actually makes hey. perfect sense yeah. if you think about it. Uh, Mike Nichols, sure. Whoopi Goldberg, Scott Rudin, really? This is a producer. As a producer, yeah, yeah. That's okay. That I, it's really count. it's like Book of Mormon got in most of those. Yeah, Robert Lopez did. Oh yeah. So the the big one I would say is is Whoopi and Mill Brooks. I'm gonna give those two, and then the rest are like yeah. it's less exciting. Yeah. But look, it's uncharted territory. So far. None of the three, like, combined, we should try and get an EGOT going. We should. You know, and we'll extend it to the Black Cast family. Yes. Anybody who's ever appeared on it. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, well, we've had people who've won Emmys on the Black Cast. We've okay. had Dennis Miller. Yes. Uh, we've had Salmon. I wonder what Orson has of those. I, I think maybe he would have a Tony. I don't think he has any of the other ones, Orson okay. Bean. But, you know, this is research for another time. This is not what I wanted to talk about. But I got, Sorry. I got bogged down into EGOT talk. Not to be confused with Egon talk, right. which is completely different. 2025 different. Oscar winner Will Sterling yep. right here. Coming. 2025. Nine years. I got nine, nine years to get to get. No, sorry. Eight years. Eight years. For The Color of Rainbow. I think it was 2016. <laughs> the Color of Rainbow. Actually, he's going to do a remake of The, the Bee Movie. movie. Yeah. The ah, Bee Movie. A live action. Uh, What's the deal with microphones? <laughs> Why are they <laughs> yellow and black? Whoa, nailed it. <laughs> I'm a bee, I fly around. My wings are tiny, I have like I a thousand eyes. I don't want to pollinate. <laughs> In any case, you had mentioned that you'd powered My through some- My stamen hurts. <laughs> you'd mentioned that you'd powered through some more episodes of the original Star Trek. Yes. And that's an ongoing narrative here in the Black mm-hmm. So you saw one of the biggies City on the Edge of Forever. You saw City on the Fre- Edge of yes. Forever. Yeah. You saw... Almost finished with season two. That sounds okay. like an 80s rock anthem. The City it's on the Edge of Forever. Sitting on the Edge of Forever. Well, it's the City on the Edge of Forever. City on the Edge of Forever could easily be, and, still be a And rock that's anthem. actually my favorite song by Starship is We Built This City on the Edge of Forever. That's right. It is fantastic. Knee deep in the hoopla. Uh, so, uh, you've seen City on the Edge of Forever, yes. The Trouble with Tribbles. Yeah. Did you see a piece of the action? 
Which one? Uh, I, I can't say which one it is. You yeah. sound more yeah, yeah. like porn than episodes. Sure. Is that, the, uh, is that the one where Kirk has to like fight everybody in the end? No, it's a different one. All right, I don't think you've seen it. I but did just see it. No, I'm pretty sure I saw we'll it. We'll just focus on the, the two that I knew. They're very different, but they're both great. They're like two of the best episodes. What is the premise of Piece of the Action? I get the titles confused because I watched them in a row. It's a little Al Capone. Oh, maybe I didn't. See, that's why I didn't want to say anything. Okay. Yeah, you'll know there'll be one like that. Okay. That's one of the ones that I've just been waiting for you to see, too. But these are all ones. So, so briefly, what happens is they fly into tattooing, and then they meet with the Huts, and they're like, you guys are gangsters. And Huts like, ha, 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 see? You'll never take me alive, galactic coppers. Ha, 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 ha. This is the most amazing Hut voice ever. Yeah. In any case, Will, uh, briefly, uh-huh. talk a b- little bit about those two episodes. Um, Sitting on the edge forever. And, and I uh, guess, you know, you can talk about trouble, them trouble. in a spoilery context, because yeah. they're both like, 50 years old. 50 years old. Bullshit. Yeah. I'm going to watch them right you now. You are never going <laughs> to sit and watch all the Star Treks. Um, Sitting on the forever is great. Uh, I like the uh, going back to Earth, like in yeah. the past, which is fun. Anytime there's time travel involved, it feels kind of Doctor Who-ish. Um, and if you think about two of the 12 movies have focused on time travel back to Earth. Uh, Star Trek number four, four and what's the other one? And uh, First Contact. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, and I plan on, like, once I finish the show, watching all the movies with the original cast. Then we'll do Next Generation, then we'll watch all the Next Generation movies. And we'll do it like that. Yeah, it was great. It's a lot of fun, and it's really... I like sh- episodes like that where, like, the en- the ending is, like, super sad and sudden, and then the credits, like... And you're like, oh, there's zero resolution. So yep. like, that's what she happened. died, and then they left, and then it's like the end. And you're like, oh. But I did like one thing. It's the first time I really think, maybe he swore before, but it was the first time I realized Kirk swore. Yeah. Because they go back to that weird, like, little alien planet where he's like, this is my time vagina that you jump yeah. through. And uh, <laughs> and he's like. Kirk's like, I'll stay here. Kirk goes, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah. And they leave. No, no, it's big. Yeah. I, I actually remember. Oh, it's very that, I remember having very a conversation. No, no, that's, a, that's on the TV show. Yeah. I remember having a conversation with my mom about that. And yeah. She pointed out the fact that he said hell. And yeah. that was a big deal. Uh, let's talk about my own personal favorite, though. That one's amazing. Mm-hmm. It's It's kind of perfect Harlan Ellison the great science yeah. fiction writer who yeah. wrote it we talked about this with Doug Brody back in Black Cats 199 Harlan Ellison who wrote it hated the way it turned out because really? they rewrote it completely oh. I'd be interested to see his they did draft. a comic well they did Is a comic book version the old man? they did a comic book version <laughs> of his original version and he's an old science fiction writer he's probably dead now um, I think he's still alive. I looked him up. So maybe he is a crotchety old man. Yeah. You're, are you thinking of Ray Bradbury? No, no. He's from, so from the, the documentary you had me watch, Chaos yeah. on the Bridge, they had the That's people a, who were oh. the showrunners, and there was like, he kind of looked like he'd be like yeah. a military That's cut. That's a different guy. Great. Which, I didn't by the way, we've barely ever talked about Chaos yeah. on the Bridge, but thank you for watching I it. I watched it. Because it was great. And for the love of Spock. It made me interested in watching some of those uh, episodes, and that's and why I watched some of just, those uh, episodes. <laughs> just last week, we talked to Jason Blair, and I, mm-hmm. I realized after we were done talking to him, I was like, oh, that was a good opportunity to talk about Cass on the He's bridge. He's alive. He's 82. So now we move to Trouble with Tribbles, yeah. which that's my speech. I've been looking it's forward so to it. Silly, because you told me about it many, so many years ago. And Isn't that the. Cyrano they just Jones. M- multiply? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's it's like if Gremlins wasn't terrible. Oh yeah, I fucking said it. What's Whoa. wrong with you? Whoa. I had a conversation. Gremlins hater. Oh, low I had, blow. I, Do you like you, Gremlins two at least? Yeah, the new batch. The new batch. It's, it's, yeah. it's, fun, it's funny because it's tongue in cheek, but uh, no. It's There's not a very spider good. gremlin it's, it's, and a lady gremlin. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I pretty I much use the lady gremlin to like anybody that I think is like overly made up or has too sharp features. I'm like, you look like the lady gremlin. Like that's <laughs> right where my mind goes. Lady. <laughs> Gremlin. 
Uh, no, but the first Gremlins, uh, you, it's just the epitome of a movie that has not held up. I loved it when I was eight. And uh, other than a still in her prime, Phoebe Cates, mm-hmm. there, that movie has almost nothing to offer. Uh, Judge except, Reinhold? Yeah, except the except fucking that's not Judge most Reinhold. adorable that's a character guy. that's ever been Gizmo's animated. Gizmo's amazing. Yes. Uh, but that's not Judge Reinhold. That's another guy. The guy who looks like Judge Reinhold in Gremlins. That's his not name's, Judge Reinhold. His name's Zach something. His name like, is Sludge Reinhold. Are you kidding me? That was totally Judge Reinhold. That's not Judge Reinhold. What? That's poor man's Judge Reinhold. Yeah. It is not. Uh, Every time I watch Gremlins, his name I just, is Zach. His name is Zach Galligan, wow. and he's he's a hundred percent poor man's Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold is in it, but he's not the lead. No. Oh, no, no, you're no. talking about you thought you thought the kid was Judge Reinhold. No, I'm talking about Judge Reinhold himself, who is in the movie. Right. <laughs> oh, all right. You just convinced me he wasn't in the movie at all, and that Judge Reinhold God, was Jack somebody who looked stupid. exactly in the movie like at all. Judge Reinhold. The crazy thing, and, and I was like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? The crazy thing is Judge Reinhold actually plays Corey Feldman in the movie. That's that's, that's the his part. name. No. That'd be amazing. <laughs> I'm so anyway, lost. we got so sidetracked with Gremlins. We should certainly go back to the beach. No, we should go back to the Leonardo DiCaprio DiCaprio movie. DiCaprio? DiCaprio movie? <laughs> Sorry, no, we should go back. like that Leo DiCaprio. Uh. You, you guys are tight. Uh, Trouble with Tribbles. It's yeah. it's perfect. It's it's silly, but it's an actual, you know, it exists within the Star, Star Trek universe. It, universe. It's not silly at the expense of like, oh, this would never happen. Right. You're like, no, 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 all that could happen. Uh, Cyrano Jones, great character. I love him. That's the, 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 the guy the who dealer, sells everything. The, yeah. the con man guy. And uh, I, I always talk about this whenever this comes up. It was an exchange that my brother and I always liked. It, it, it's the back and forth with the guy at the station. He's like, is that an offer or is that a joke? That's an offer. That's a joke. Just the, It's like the quick timing. And it's like, well, where did you get that on science fiction? Oh, I know. Nowhere except for Star Trek. And, you know, there's an animated series episode that's a sequel. What? Which it, it's more. Oh, I was going to watch that after more, the show. Before more the Tribbles, movie. more Troubles. Wow. But and I heard in a different Star Trek series later, they did a Tribbles episode. Yes. On Deep Space Nine, they actually, you know the Weezer video for Buddy Holly that has yes. Happy Days footage? They do that with the original episode. What? Trouble with Tribbles. They put the cast of Deep Space Nine in the background, interacting with things. Look, they pulled it off. Was it's it it's a, Yeah, it, it, turned, it looked good. It would be a lot easier to do now than yes. it was then, right. but it still looked very good. That's you know, it's cool. like the Back to the Future 2 is probably a better example. Okay. There's th- those scenes where Marty is imposed in the background of scenes from the first movie. Right. That guy stole his wallet. Yeah. Marty I think he took his wallet. I think he took his wallet. <laughs> anyway, so that's me talking about it. But talk about watching like a fun, silly Star Trek episode and uh, how that how that measures up to, you know, City on the Edge of Forever, the more serious episodes. Well, it's nice, and it's the reason that science fiction like that works, and that's the reason that I was drawn to Doctor Who, and that's how I knew that I was like ready to watch the old Star Trek, or even get interested in Star Trek in the first place, because we've talked about this many times. As a kid, wasn't ready to comprehend it. No. And uh, if, you can, if you can do Doctor Who, I think you can kind of do most anything. Except, apparently, Battlestar Galactica. Well, that's just you, though. But yeah, you're the one person I know who sat down to watch modern Battlestar Galactica, yeah. and you gave it a, you gave it like more than a season. Yeah, so and I was like, no, no, no. It's like, and I told I told you, you know, other people I've seen on Facebook be like, oh no, no, no give it another chance. It's like, no, you gave it a chance. Right. It's not. It's just not for you. It's, it's fine. Oh, I, I used to watch the old Battlestar Galactica. Well, that's like, not reruns. Great. Yeah, I mean, I watched it as a kid all the time, but it's yeah. terrible. Oh, I loved it. I mean, I loved, I, it, I loved as a kid. it. I just sit there and eat like Tostitos, and <laughs> I just remember that was my Tostitos phase. I 
I was just eating chips and salsa all the time. Oh, uh, yes, we all have a Tostitos phase. Yeah. I remember mine. And I'm just watching a shitload of Battlestar Galactica reruns and just being like, this is like old Star Wars-esque weird shit. I love it's it. It's so funny. I don't know. I always loved uh, sci-fi, and it was funny because as you guys were just talking about it, I realized that that was like the one thing. Those were a lot of the memories I have um, from when I was young and my dad was around was watching a lot like Star Trek, The Next Generation. That was a show he'd watch or like the Aliens movies. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff. So uh, Judge Dredd, shit like that. Like I am the law. I knew you were going to say it and I'm yeah. glad you did. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> we all thank you, William. Uh, but I, I just feel like it's interesting to me how... Uh, you look at something so old and it's still so relevant because of the way it was crafted and, and watching the documentary kind of gave me more appreciation for that and how crazy it was in the beginning, which is why you should watch the documentary, I, except you'll never watch it like anything else. The Star Trek documentary? The yeah. Chaos on the of Bridge. Of course I'm going to watch it. I'm just oh, but to you watch won't the watch the OA. Because I, I have a lot of Star Trek to watch, Jeff. Fuck. <laughs> all, all, you, all you're going to watch. Oh, in you know production what? order. When you were saying this, bitch... <laughs> That's very funny. In production order. <laughs> now, you were alluding to something, which is that you have kind of dropped off a number of shows, right? Yes, yes. And talk a little bit about this. First of all, uh, let me tell you, I like Trouble with Tribbles. We didn't really like it. I didn't actually tell you like what I thought about it. Great. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I like the way that they wove in together like a kind of serious story with Klingons. And then the thing was... Sorry, the Klingons. I'm sorry. The, that's how they pronounce it in that episode. Klingons. Yeah, the I guy, like that the guy sometimes who they're like Patty Duke's racist father. in blackface with yeah. makeup, and then other times they're just like white guys with beards. They're basically they basically look like that in the original series. Then in the movies and the Next Generation, how they has look Robot like, Chicken I know not done like Klingon minstrel show? Klingon. Yeah, oh, right. they probably because it's two white guys, so it, they can't it, get away. Yeah, with that. they can't get away. With um, it. Anyway, but I, my favorite thing about it was when like Kirk opens the little panel and all the tribbles fall out, and like he gets covered in the tribbles. I feel like Shatner was having the fucking worst day because the look on his face when well, it's obvious that there's a hand off screen throwing the stage hands keep him, throwing them. They keep th and they and keep, like, know, hit him in the head and, and shit. And you know that they're throwing them beyond the point that they were instructed to and right. they just keep doing it. And the look on his face is like, I'm going to fucking kill somebody. <laughs> I'm going to fucking die. It's great, um, but and, uh, it's also my favorite Chekhov episode. He's perfect in it, like Chekhov, and they yeah. try to make him silly mm -hmm. like that a little bit down the road mm -hmm. uh, in movies and whatnot. But they, it's just it's perfect there. Yeah, and yeah, but for me that's a perfect episode. I am bailing on a, a number of television shows. Yes, sorry. So to you go back in our circular conversation, Gotham. Uh, I quit watching that in the first season. You know, I so, yes, <laughs> I didn't consciously stop watching it, okay. Gotham. What I did was uh, it backed up on the TiVo, and then just somehow I missed one. And I was like, well, when it's on Netflix, I'll catch up. And then, and then I didn't, yeah. and now it's like the middle of season three or four. Why or would you? Why would you even? Who it's cares? hard to imagine finding the time at this point. Yeah, you honesty. know why? Why? There's no fucking Batman in it. Yeah, but I, I, I still like Donald Logue. No. <laughs> I do. I like Donald Logue. He's great. Yeah. Just, but there's no Batman. You need Batman. There is no Batman. Batman. You need Batman. In a uh, Batman story. So, but what are the so you dropped off on that show ages ago, yes. as reported on the broadcast. We had an exclusive on we that did. <laughs> uh, from the field. Yeah, it's like yeah, Kermit the Frog, Sesame Street News. <laughs> anyway, uh, so DC Comics Rebirth is so good. Yeah, and I'm so happy that it is. It's got me back into reading uh, DC Comics again after a, like a six year hiatus because New Fifty Two was a fucking garbage fire, dumpster fire. 
that I have no need to watch the CW shows anymore because they I will probably still stick watch the Flash because I like Flash storylines and I want to see what other Wally West storylines they just rip off and give to Barry Allen. But they're they they kind of filled a void for a second and then now they're just like tedious and I'm like oh that's right I don't need these because the Green Arrow comic is good and he's like Green Arrow he's not just like a Batman in a green outfit that shoots arrows like. The Oliver Queen in the television show is not really Green Arrow. He's basically Batman. It's a Batman show. Right. But Batman's not in it. So it's so not great. That's your thing. That That's kind of your go-to. If it's, if it's a Batman show and yeah. Batman's not in it and you don't want to watch it. That's, there's trouble there. With Tribbles. Tribbles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's trouble. Legends of Tomorrow, I stuck with the first season. It was fine. And Just I was because like, Rory I'll give the was on season. it? Yeah. I couldn't watch that show. I was like, I'll give the second season a shot, but I never got around to it. And then Supergirl, I was like... Again, same thing with the first season. I like stuck around. I was like, it got a little better. And I actually think out of the casting across all four of those shows, the most pitch perfect guy cast is the dude who plays the Martian Manhunter. His that guy's great. Yeah, amazing. I haven't seen that many Supergirls. I, I again just fell off in the first season. Like but the that timbre of his voice and the way he talks and everything is like just like the Jean Jeans in the Justice that League cartoon. That actor's great. And, he was actually the boss on Selfie with Karen Gillian and John Cho. Okay. And I didn't remember that, but Heather and I had, there was one episode of that show that we had just hadn't seen. Right. And when we, we knew it was on Hulu and we watched it, this was like four or five months ago. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, it's Martian Manhunter. That's amazing. she wasn't excited at all. So, yeah, and so so Supergirl didn't get any better. I didn't like the Superman episodes. Um, I still don't think Mostly because you weren't Superman as we on the Blackcast insisted you should be, but. I, I still insist, despite what a big Superman Band fan I am, it is one of the biggest weaknesses of the show. And I they still need to they people talk about what a great feminist television show it is. It's really not because they don't let her succeed as Supergirl. Yeah. There's First of all, tons of following. Her name back is Supergirl. Superman. She wears a skirt, and Superman in the episodes I watch. Rescued her at least once, yeah. and there was a lot of, you know... Super- well, the whole first season was like, I'm going to message him, and she was just like, you guys need to build up her. It's her sh- yeah. fucking show. Stop right. comparing her to Superman. So that was whatever. Flash is whatever. So I watched the big four-part crossover, and I was like, okay, I, I got it. Uh, the comics are great, so I'm, I'm going to do that then instead. Yeah. Like if I want to read Green Arrow or The Atom or, well, Rain Palmer's not in the comics right now. Uh, but anything like Birds of Prey, all that stuff's great. Black Canary is good in the comics. It's not all fucked up and weird. So you don't need most of the DC shows, but you still have a soft spot in your heart for the Flash, and so mm-hmm. you'll just still... because of the storylines, right? Yeah, but and because I... it's fake Flash, as I... in Barry Allen, you're you're watching them with contempt. <laughs> like yes, always. There's, uh, there's always a little bit. There's always going to be a part there... of me that's like you guys. Don't even write Barry Allen storylines. You just take the you're, Wally West storylines and you make them for Barry. You're watching them under protest, basically. Basically. Yeah. Also, I want to see where the Gorilla City storyline goes because they teased that a while ago. Is it Gorilla close Gorilla. to paying off, Gorilla City? Uh, I don't know if it's going to happen this season. Maybe mm. it'll be the big, season, the big story for next season. Mm. All right. Well... Anyway, so I, I was glad to see that you're getting the DC fix that you want, the comic book fix that you want. Uh, Jeff, what are you reading right now? Uh, because there are so many comics that uh, I haven't loaned you comics in a while, so you've had to find some on your own. Uh, you know, I have. I kind of hadn't been reading as often, but I've been reading a little bit more. Uh, got back into like 
I've read almost all of that um, Batman. Uh, Not it? Ninja Turtles because I've no, given it to you. Nightfall, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I had read, uh, I had read most of it and then just put it down for forever. So I started reading that again, and I was reading those uh, Star Wars Vader comics that you had right. Oh yeah. To me. Did you read? You read the Star Trek Green Lantern, mm-hmm. right? And you read it, Christian? Yeah. Okay. There's a sequel just started last month. It's good. It's off to a good start. Oh. But the but I need to just wait until it's collected in one volume. I'll just give you the issues. Oh, that's easy too. Yeah. yeah. Have you read Aquaman yet? No, I have not. You fucking. But Jeff gave me something first. You gave me like a Justice League. Uh, oh yeah, trade that, paperback. the one that uh, that I had that uh, the big one with a really oh, good. Oh, oh. Art. Justice. Yeah. Isn't it just called Justice? Yeah. Justice. Yeah. Justice. Oh, Justice League Power Rangers just came out today. Justice League Power Rangers. Yeah. Crossover. That's I got crazy. the first issue. Don't you want to see that Chronicle Power Rangers suck. movie? <laughs> He, oh god, it looks so fucking terrible. <laughs> we found our powers underground. I saw it's one. It's not like my other movie. Like, what is this? Yeah. They look, they look awful. That is one time that I'm usually like pretty malleable with how designs look, and I'm like, yeah, it's fine, we gotta change stuff. Those ra- those Ranger suits look pretty terrible. Here's where their big flaw came in. The best part of the original Power Ranger movie was when they skydive with snowboards. Yep. Because I remember being a kid I and thinking that, that was the so coolest. Bad. With the fucking like, red hot chili peppers playing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. oh, Higher ground. That's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. I need to watch that movie again with Ivan Ooze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have no idea what AKA you're talking about. Apocalypse from X-Men Apocalypse. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, X-Men Apocalypse. Now you're talking. Pretty much the same. <laughs> Uh, in any case, uh, we are very close to being out of time, but uh, every once in a while, we need to uh, delve into the headlines from the world, because sometimes there's just something so crazy in the news that it's too funny. Uh, the idea that President-elect Donald Trump would go to Russia and pay for golden showers in a hotel from prostitutes because of how much he hated President Obama is hysterical. And there were a lot of jokes that came from it. What? I was not able did to... He, did he insinuate that he would do that? Uh, it was... It's So here's what it is. It's an unverified and unverifiable report okay. that this happened according to a source. And then BuzzFeed went and printed it. That Donald Trump went to Russia yeah. and paid for paid golden prostitutes, showers. golden showers, wanted to defile the bed at the Ritz-Carlton that the Obamas would stay in. Oh. And this was like a thing. Anyway, this is all, and the key to this story is, first of all, that's hysterical. Uh, Probably not true. Don't care. Everybody ran with it. But here's the thing. BuzzFeed just went with it. And then all of a sudden, everybody's like, well, BuzzFeed said it, so obviously we can report. No, but it's like BuzzFeed. It's not a news outlet. Since when is BuzzFeed a news outlet? It's a fucking list for cats and avocado recipes. According to BuzzFeed, a source says, and in the quote from the source is unverifiable. And everybody just ran with it. And I'm like. That's this whole fake news thing on Facebook. Well, yeah, but it's like, this is so much crazier than that because fake news is usually on fake news sites. Right. But now everybody's just going to go with fake news if they think, one, it'll get people to click, two, if it fits their narrative, oh, we hate this guy that's about to be president, or in my case, it's just fucking hysterical. Yeah. Is, you know, and there's the idea that there's a video for this. I don't even know. Is the article written like tongue in cheek? No, no, no. Because if I was BuzzFeed, I'd be like, we are running this, but we're going to have fun with it. Yeah. You have to. And neither one of you knew this story, did you? No, had no idea. I, I, I've been, 
Is this what uh, all like the Kellyanne Conway arguing with this is a Anderson lot of, Cooper a and lot all of, that stuff's been about? Uh, there's been a lot about, you know, oh, my God, all the fake news uh, against me. Because I saw the clip days. that's like uh, Trump yeah. bashing some CNN reporter who's like. Yeah, what? Yeah, he's just like, but I'm it, not going to take your question. You are with a fake news organization. Yeah, but I didn't. I hadn't assumed that CNN had reported that aspect of the story. Well, because BuzzFeed did. And actually, that's not even what CNN reported from what I understand. That, yeah, but, that's what like the whole yeah. interview was about. So that's anyway, why I was like, wait. The whole point <laughs> is just, uh, should be crazy. Yeah. And uh, it's just getting crazier. And we're going to talk about all of this uh, next week. Uh, friend of the Blackcast, Carl Zong, Carl from New Hampshire, oh. is going to join us. It's another guy that I bullied into getting a Skype. I actually didn't bully him into it. He had it. He just didn't know what his username was. He didn't really know how it worked. Probably Carl Zong. So I looked him up. It's actually not Carl Zong. It has oh. a number Carl at the end of it. Carl NH. <laughs> Carl NH. But anyway, it's more fun to watch old episodes of Star Trek is kind of the moral that I'll use to tie it all together as yes. we finish here. Yeah. Then looking out and seeing the world, I would much rather watch old episodes of Star Trek. I haven't even watched Obama's farewell speech yet. I'll probably get around to it at some point. but uh, It's not going anywhere. No, it's not. He's gone. He dropped a mic. What about yeah. La La Land? I saw La La Land. Did you like it? I, I didn't it. see it. It's it. good. Yeah? It's not as musical as I want it to be, but that's okay. See, that's why I liked it. Can't get to me, I want. it's more accessible for somebody who doesn't. Like, that's what Natasha complained about is when they were holding back. And I was like, those are the parts of musicals I dislike. Mm. When they extend it and you're just like, mm, no, let's just mm. move on to the next scene. Right. I, don't, I don't need to hear your long, like... That to me is theater, and oh, that's why I thought this was better because it was written for screen. Right. Okay. Okay. Look, it's it's legit. It's fine. Legit. Um, I I don't know when I'm gonna get to it because my wife saw it without me, so I'm like, all right, I'm 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 probably out. I just watched a screener, so you have to see it on the big screen. You still have it? Show it on no, CinemaScope. It was at the house I was watching. See it on Damn. the big screen. All right. When am I going to the movies now? I got to go in the office all Take day. Take the baby. There's I'm no uh, mommy and me showing of La La Land. Uh, it it would have already happened, and that's during the work day. So. Oh, that's right. You have yeah, a job. I can't. Yeah, <laughs> I know it's it's so hard to. Wrap no, I just forgot. Like because, I was like, cool because it's such an unusual <laughs> state of affairs for me to be in. That like I'll have jobs, but it's like oh yeah, I consult on this thing or that thing. I work from home, and most of the jobs that I've had, I don't get paid for. So you know, you can kind of play fast and loose with your schedule. And that's now you just leave Felix at home alone. No, no, he is not Kevin McAllister. I've never seen that movie, and I pulled that name I out of my head. I cannot believe you've never seen Home Alone. I was the wrong age. What I was the too fuck is wrong I was with too you? old when it came you out. You think you watch it now and enjoy it? No, no, I could watch it now. But Why now don't I you? Wait, I wait till I watch it with my kids. See, it's fine that you See, never end up watching an episode of The Cosby uh, Show because uh, Bill Cosby turned out to be a rapist. Yeah, well, I knew that. And Macaulay Culkin, look how he turned out. So obviously, I fine. Knew yeah, he's great. Mm. Picture of health. Eh. Yeah, yeah. Look at him. Doesn't he have a band that uh, does songs about? Uh, take out for a pizza. Yeah, they like pizza. they yeah they they, they have uh, pizza in the title. Uh, anyway, we we only have a, another uh, couple minutes here, and I realized that you know I wasn't able to do this on the air uh, about a month ago. So uh, it's time to uh, give you guys your Christmas presents oh, because they're oh. underneath your seats where what? I left them. Oh my God, you guys have your very own black cast T-shirts wow. now. Wow. Oh. How lucky do you consider yourselves? Very lucky. Absolutely. All right, I'm and gonna you know, cut honest... the sleeves off, work out in it. Uh, I, I want pictures. I'm of gonna that. cut off the belly and make it a crop top. <laughs> mm. These are all. Well, Will, you're a little excited. Just about in that. time for pride. Just in time for pride. <laughs> 
Uh, no, I don't think that that should be, uh, that's not really your Christmas presents, but I just finally was able to give them to you. Thanks to our friend Matt and KC, yes. who not only had those shirts made up, but Will, he had shirts made he for had the some Motivation, motivation report. report. At made. Motivate Report. What? That's there correct. There you go. Yeah. Get it out there. Yeah. Can you Jeff, just... how many Motivation Reports have you listened to? What was your favorite one? I think I've listened to like two or three. Oh, You okay. actually have? Yeah. All like, right. I'm pretty much yelling at people in the first episode. So yeah, don't know. listen to that one. It's not a good place to start. I actually encourage people to start with the most recent one and work their way back. I like that. Because I, it I takes think even though it's not Christmas different. anymore, I think people should listen to the Christmas one. Uh, I agree. Because it was fun. It was a lot of fun. In any case, uh, we'll have to do like mm, actual real presents at some point, uh, which for me, the present for you guys, I think we should go out, have a night out, blow off some steam. I don't mm. know when. It's hard to make Strip schedules club. work. Dames and games. Are you allowed to go back to Dames and games, Jeff? Not, you could in, not, not in the I Valley. I didn't get kicked out. Yeah, just not in the Valley. Not in the Valley. Go we go there. to the other one. All right. You know, it's too bad that uh, Jeff is, is too cool for school, a.k.a. too cool for Kiss. Yeah. Because then we could go to the L.A. Kiss Expo together. Oh, sorry. The Los Angeles Kiss Expo. By saying L.A. Kiss, it implies the arena football, the football team, team yeah. which it is not. I wore that uh, hat to the gym today. Oh, nice. Did mm -hmm. you sweat it up? I did. Get the nice sweat ring in it. Man can dream that the LA Kiss is going to come back. I don't I don't think it's happening. No, the Los Angeles Kiss Expo. Or Will and I are uh, putting together plans. We're going to see the Space Ace. Yeah. And hope that uh, seeing Ace Despite Ace how much really... we've mocked and made fun yeah, of him, we're going to go watch him I like him that album. I kind of want to see. I, I don't know that he'll struggle. I think that no, I, I, I want to see him he'll put on fine. a good show. I do too. So we'll have to come up with something else. Something that's uh, Jeff approved. Maybe we'll all sit around and read. Okay. Or, you know, here's here's an idea. Maybe we'll finally live tweet That's right. Daredevil. Daredevil the <laughs> because we've only been talking about it for about a year. I, I forgot think. about yeah. that. I want to watch. Do either of you guys have the Blade Runner or yes. Blade Runner Final Cut? I have. I have that. You have the yeah. Final Cut. I have a version. I would like to see that before uh, Blade Runner Two: Book of Shadows comes out. Yeah. 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 Blade Runner Two: Electric Boogaloo. I was like uh, about Blade Runner Two. I was like. God. No, it's no. another thing. Like, let's bring old Harrison Ford into a movie. With yeah, Ryan yeah. We do, like, why do we keep getting like, movies with old stupid. Harrison Ford? I mean, and then all... I was like, oh, it's the director of Arrival and all those other movies. And I was like, now I'm okay. Yeah. Now See, I'm okay with this. Here's what I didn't like about it. They didn't CGI his face to make him look young. That would have made it so great. <laughs> like and not Larkin? really annoying. Mm, not he's not dead and they're not CGIing him to be alive. Uh, anyway, uh, look. Uh, we, <laughs> they we, should have just weakened it, Bernie. Will they do that with Carrie Fisher in episode eight? No, no, because they filmed oh, all she of filmed her. That. Yeah, I think I, I don't know. That's an interesting question. But uh, we were talking about this earlier. I, they filmed their stuff for episode eight, episode nine. I think she was supposed to have a big, big role in it, and they'll figure. I'll have to figure it out. Episode, episode nine on Peter is going to be a spinoff of Weekend at Bernie's with the two droids <laughs> holding her. C three PO and too RCD2. soon. Too soon. Mm, not really. Which is actually pretty funny. All right. Well, uh, we went long tonight. I only really said that so that I could hit the bell. But uh, special thanks. To Rafe Gutman, our friend Mark, Hunt, and of course, Captain EO, at Jeff Duray, kind enough to make it here for the recording of the Blackcast eventually. Mm. You were here when we started. That You just needed to be here at go time. That's all that mattered. Yeah. And a uh, big surprise guest joining us midway through the show, Will Sterling on Twitter and Instagram, at Will Sterling underscore. And of course, the Motivation Report, as I mm. mentioned, at Motivate Report, just yeah. on Twitter, though. That's not on Instagram. It's now hosted, uh, well, it's part of the Awkward Human Network, but uh, that's hosted at the larger platform, 5x5 Network. I didn't even know that there was a 5x5 Network. So now it's uh, hopefully growing in its audience. We can entertain a lot of people. Don't forget that me, I'm at Christian DMZ. That's right. And, uh, hey, the Trump Report, Tuesday nights after Buzz TV. Check it out. And, of course, the Black Cast on Facebook. Give us the old thumbs up. 
blackcast.com and at blackcast on Facebook. B-L-A-D-T. C-A-S-T, as I mentioned, next week, our friend Carl's on, Carl from New Hampshire. I have a sneaking suspicion Will will be too cool for school and not with us. But we'll, we'll, we'll see you down the road. You know, when you find the time, when Good you're done, when you're done watching Old Star Trek, then you'll be ready. He's going to go get a pump on. He, yeah. he, and we all are. While and, I watch Old Star Trek. And we will see you next time on The Blackcast.